Oh, is this the way they say the future's meant to feel, or just 20,000 people standing in a field? Hello, I'm Harry. And I'm Tim. And this is Tracks. You alright, mate? Hello. How's it going? <laughs> that was odd, wasn't it? Well, um, hello. <laughs> it was a bit. <laughs> I'm good, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. You join us, listeners, on a lovely sunny Sunday in Brighton. Yeah. Because, I'm going to ask you, Harry, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much could you not be asked to record <laughs> yesterday when we were originally planning to? <laughs> oh, it was, it was a massive no-no, wasn't it? It yeah. was horrible outside, wit- like fully windy all day, raining. And although we do the show inside, yeah, it just kind of didn't seem right. It was like that horizontal rain where just the thought of doing anything but like being in bed yeah. is just too much. I did so, so close to absolute zero <laughs> things yesterday. <laughs> just nothing. Did you leave your house? Um, no. Good. I didn't leave my house. I barely left my bedroom. I was downstairs for like a couple of hours, but basically I was just like lying in bed. Um, yeah, sort of browsing the internet, playing FIFA and just lying still. Yeah. It was quite a long time where I put on like a couple of podcasts and just lay on my back with my eyes closed, but awake. <laughs> I just watched a hell of a lot of weird YouTube videos and played FIFA and... It was great. Yeah. What a way to spend a Saturday, really living it up uh, in the prime of our lives, our mid-twenties. <laughs> um, but so I will so rarely do that on a weekend. I always feel, I think we've talked about this before, but I always feel like I need to cram my weekends with stuff. I need to be yeah. doing things. I always, I often feel like I need to see someone yeah. or do something of note. Yeah. Not just for my second of the day, but yeah. also for my well-being. Oh yeah, God! You do your one-second videos every single day, and we you piece them all together. What on earth did you do for yesterday's? I don't know if I did anything. Actually, <gasps> I think I might have got one of me in bed just laying there. <laughs> yeah, yesterday went amiss. I'm afraid. I'm oh no! To, I'll have to go through it and see if I took anything that day. Jesus, I um, hope you did. Yeah. Because otherwise, that that is going to be wherever we're at now, like 300 days wasted yeah, with one blank. 300 days? Jeez, we are quite far for the year, aren't we? Is it 300? It's probably not far off 300. I think it's about 265, 280. No, there can't be 100 left, can there? Well, this is the beginning of... I can find out for sure that it is, I think, 269. Oh. Oh, yeah, I suppose that does add up. Three more months left. 365 days a year. Did you just ask me how many days there are in a year, Harry? Yeah. Come on. how How long it takes us to go around the sun or something, isn't it? Yeah. But well, you should know that. It's space things. Said you, 365 days a year. Uh, yes, what, that is 60, true. 364 and 365 in a leap year? No, 366 in a leap year. No. Yes. 100%. I've never heard 366 before. I think I'm right. Listeners You're can... so wrong. Google it. I'm going to Google it. Oh, my God. I am Space Boy. Did, did you hear about the Goblin? How many? What? The Goblin. No. The Goblin. The goblin. Stop saying the goblin. What happened? They it's uh they found like the furthest away planet yet or something, and it's called the goblin. They found the furthest planet that's in our universe. Um, okay, I'm coming back from Google. Um, it is that yeah, three hundred sixty-four yeah. five. 
Uh, that's, a, that's annoying, isn't it? I mean, you are an insane person for not knowing Well, that. I did know it was 365. I just got confused if it was one back or one ahead. You move on. Ridiculous. Tell me more about the goblin. The goblin. So the goblin, um, I read about it the other day. Bizarrely for me, it's not normally the kind of thing I'll uh, delve into, but uh, the furthest away planetary object that we've found. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in our solar system. And they were... So they've got these new this new equipment that can see further than ever before. Um, and I, I don't think it's particularly big. It's smaller than Earth. But what they are saying is that it has an unusual orbit. Um, so it they found a few planets near it, which um, their orbit is being... Um, affected by Saturn or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they can see the route that it would be taking if that was the only thing influencing it. But it's orbiting something else is basically what they're saying. So there's a bigger mass object out there that this object is orbiting, if that wow. makes sense. It does. But it's not a, it's not a moon. It's all, It's on an orbit of the sun as well. Something like It's not that. in our solar system. It is in our solar system, I think. It's the furthest away thing in our solar system that we've found. I thought you said universe, which means like... Everything. Oh, I don't know. I, I could be getting that bit wrong, but basically it says there's something really, really big that's not that much further for us to find. Oh, I see. So it might be in our solar system, but it is almost orbiting something else that isn't our sun. So yeah. it's maybe kind of colliding with our solar yeah, system or in a way. I mean, it is. it is orbiting the sun as well. Right, but its orbit is unusual. It's not what you'd expect if it was just orbiting the sun. So okay. it's being influenced by something some other is, gravitational force is out there. It. Yeah, pop it out of our solar system at some point. Yeah, so wow. that's pretty cool. The Goblin, go check out the Goblin it feel, people. It feels like a a um a bit of an omen to call it the Goblin. I mean, like, it's got like a proper name as well, like a okay Delta Omega three E G six one of those. But yeah, but the Goblin is... sounds like there's going to be goblins on it, I and they're going to take over in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little bit scared. But uh, no, we could deal with goblins. That's more. <laughs> I don't really know what a Goblin is. <laughs> it's like a little um, horrible elf. <laughs> a little horrible elf. Yeah, like with warts and stuff. Yeah, I think like. Um, those things which are on like the sides of churches or like crouched over? A little bit. No They're goblins. something else. What are those? Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> I think a gremlin is made up. Actually, a goblin's made up. So <laughs> it's all made up. <laughs> I can't remember what that's called, but I've had dreams about those and I hate the dreams. Gargoyles. Gargoyles, that's the one. Is that a thing though? Or is that just when, one of, when a horrible little creature's made out of stone? That might be a goblin that's got wings. Yeah. Why are they all over churches? <laughs> don't know. So, so many gothic, questions. Gothic kind of looking churches, isn't it? They have them. Yeah, but I it think just... they might warn, ward off things or something. Right. But they're a horrible looking thing. Like, surely that's on the devil's side. Yeah, I just feel like my limited knowledge of like the Bible and stuff. It's it's all sort of set in the real world. Yeah. Like apart from like angels and stuff, but I don't remember <laughs> as a kid like hearing about <laughs> little gargoyle things. No, all I know is that they sit on the top of things and they're crouched. And they've been there <laughs> for so disgusting. long. They're so tired. Yeah. Oh bless them. Um, Just don't come to life, please. Yeah, I was in Liverpool not that long ago, and they've got this um, this like really tall cathedral. It looks like a kind of bell tent type thing. Mm. Uh, it's like really pointy and it's sort of in the middle um, of the city it's a bit of a kind of focal point 
and apparently a lot of Irish immigrants um, used to go and worship there. And I found out that the locals call it Paddy's Wigwam. <laughs> Paddy's Wigwam. <laughs> I just enjoyed that as a name. <laughs> um, so aside from uh, chilling out and lying on your bed, yeah. have you been up to anything else this week? Um, not uh, this week. What's happened this week? Was it another one? Another hard one for me? Was it? Uh, yeah, it might have been. I can't remember what Friday. What Friday had in store? Yeah, I'm just gonna say no. It's been one of them weeks that's. Oh, I've got some. I'm um, next week. I'm going to Angel Studios. Oh yes, and watching like a half an orchestra do a recording. That's gonna be. Sick. And then in a few weeks' time, this one here is going to Abbey Road Studios. You know they don't know which one you meant when you said this one here. Oh, you me. could have been pointing at me. This this me here is going to Abbey Road Studios to record possibly some bands. That is going to be bloody cool. It will. Have be. you ever been there before? No. I've been there a couple of times. You went to watch some people do like yeah, that thing, didn't you? Like Abbey Road debuts. It was like a TV show on Channel Four mm. where they got a load of kind of up and coming bands to come in and do like little sessions. And there's like a little audience outside, sat around in a ring. Um, so I went in and saw I think three or four filmings of that. So I've been like in the building, but not like in the stu- the proper studios with all the stuff and everything. Do you know what studio it was in? I feel like maybe two. I'm I'm going to Studio Two, so it's the proper yeah. It's the but this full wigwam. They just like kind of emptied out. <laughs> they kind of emptied out the room, apart from like the band's kit in the very middle, so it wasn't yeah. the same. Um, okay, well, but yeah, yeah, that's exciting. That's gonna um, be well good. I wonder who will be recording there at the same time as well. That's part of the exciting thing about it. Oh yeah, because there can be all sorts of people working on stuff in there. Yeah, I mean we've got it booked out for the day, so I don't know if like, anyone's going to be there. But in the other studios and stuff, oh, yeah, of course. other people working on different stuff. Oh, team, you just got me even more excited. Yes. Yeah. Brock Hampton, you're doing another album. <laughs> Come back quick. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's it really. What's anything with you? Uh, no, not really. I no, just kind of hung out with my dad and my sister on Friday. Went for dinner. It was weird. I was sat there in a pub and looked over my dad's shoulder and I saw my ten-year-old niece strolling through the door. Like, what the <laughs> hell are you doing here? Um, right, Jim, you want, you want to be here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's what she sounds like. Yeah, she does, yeah. Um, <laughs> but apart from that, not that much has been happening, really. So we'll move on very, very swiftly to our musical highlights of the week. Harry, yeah, do you have one? I do. I'm going to be fairly quick with this one. Um, Why? Just Is it because, because you haven't done enough prep? No, it's not at all. <laughs> um, it's just because there was an album that came out a couple of weeks ago called Reduxa, which is uh, from Alt-J. And um, it is an album fully made up of remixes from Relaxer. So I just thought it was quite interesting because I've never I've had I've seen people bring out albums of like remixes like kind of EP length and stuff but yeah. not to the extent of um bringing in all these different uh, collaborators from Yeah, it's quite it's quite full on, isn't it? It's a bit like the Horrors they did one a couple of years ago. Right. Um which was similar, but the, yeah, it's cool to see. Got some really good people involved. Um like Reggie Snow um, Gold Link, uh, The Alchemist, Tuka, Pusha T, Little Sims, Hex, and then Terrace Martin. I don't know who that is, and plenty of other ones as well. Um, but then there's also one with Danny Brown, uh, which they did Dead Crush, which was my favourite uh, album from my favourite song from their <laughs> album. Um, 
and I wanted to play that one just because we talked about Danny Brown recently because he did uh, not maybe on the podcast but before we recorded last week's episode because we did over and under under and over whatever it is and he did one and he was a really interesting person like he was just quite strange had a weird laugh kind of yeah just quite odd um but you don't really know much about Danny Brown, so I just wanted to play this track. And yes, I was unprepared. So <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, Dead Crush featuring Danny Brown, the alchemist Truco.
So there we go. That was the remix of Dead Crush. Uh, Tim, have you got a highlight this week? Uh, I do indeed. And it comes from a bit of an old favourite of mine who are back. A few times on the show over the years, I've played a band from kind of early 90s called... No, not early 90s, early noughties called Art Brute. Um... And I've always kind of loved them. They've got a song called Emily Kane, which I've definitely played at least once. Um, And they're just this kind of really straight to the point indie kind of jingly jangly band, but with a very much a kind of spoken Cockney straight up vocal delivery. And he talks about, um, uh, you know, all kind of... I don't know if the word I mean is obvious, but... Like there's no messing around. There's no kind of poeticizing of the lyrics. Um, it's just straight to the point. So they've got a song called "Formed a Band," where he says, "Formed a band, formed a band. Look at us, we formed a band," and that's the whole hook. Um, and they've they've always they were always great, and they were they were really really fun to go and watch back in the day. And they're back seven years after their last release. They brought out two singles in recent weeks, but um, the one I like most is called "Hospital," and it's just exactly the same. It's like they never went anywhere. Like there's been no kind of um, musical progression, or they've not kind of gone away and found themselves and thought we want to come back with a new sound. They've just thought, let's just carry on, carry on where we left off. And I like that about it. I don't mm. like they're one of those bands that you don't want anything more than just their their themness. Um, they're called Art Brute, which I also I don't really know what that name's all about, but I like it. Art Brute. A-R-T-B-R-U-T. Like brutalism kind of art? But who knows? I don't know what it stands for. don't know what it means, but I like it. Um, the song's called Hospital, and I just really want to play it. I really want to listen to it. And we're going to do that right about now. No. Unstoppable When he gets out of the hospital He's gonna be unstoppable I'm gonna drink plenty of water And eat my greens Hospital's not the place to be It's what I've been learning So tattoo crosses on both my hands place to be is what I've been learning so strip the bed and burn the sheets I'm not returning when I get out of the hospital I'm never going back at all Strip the beds and burn the sheets I'm not returning 
When you go booze mental Remember water's boring But essential They tried to make me go to rehab And I said That's probably a very good idea When I get out of the hospital there you have it that was Art Brute with Hospital did you enjoy that Harry? I did actually more so than I thought I was going to so by the from the beginning to the end I kind of was on board with it yeah it's funny isn't it? it's a funny little song yeah. by a funny little band I, I can't remember the name but I, I said to you it sounds a little like the guy if people in Britain might have watched a show called The Undateables Daniel Wakefield Field or Wakeman, one of those. Wakefield, I think, I think it yeah. might be. Yeah. Um, basically, one of the the guys from that did it. Did some music, and it sounds quite similar. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's just the delivery of yeah. the of the lyrics. Yeah. But I, it's it's just fun. Like it's, they don't take themselves too seriously, and it they is, just yeah. they do what they do. And I think, yeah, just like starting a song with "When I get out of the hospital, I'm going to be unstoppable." <laughs> it's quite, it's just like it's great. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't ever not love something like that. Um, and instrumentally, it's alright. It's just, yeah, it's just a bit of a laugh, isn't it? Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and that's all you need sometimes, folks. Bit of fun. Yeah, just a nice bit of fun. Um, and this has been a nice bit of fun. These musical highlights of the week. So we should probably move on to the rest. You might be wondering at home, listeners, why we sound so sprightly and full of beans on what we've told you is a Sunday. Yeah. And there is a very good reason for that. Um, what time were you up this morning? Um, my body woke me up at 7am. Nice. My alarm went off at half seven. Okay. And why we were up so early was... Because Glastonbury tickets were on sale. Oh my God. The most stressful day of the year, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. That, Always. That- opening few hours up to nine o'clock is like right is everybody set is everybody ready is everybody yeah. up yeah I, I wasn't even sure everyone was up i didn't no. hear from sasha until we bought the tickets yeah we had a I whatsapp group it, going but... um with 10 members i think 10 members in the whatsapp group yeah um and there's like a little spreadsheet like planning who's gonna buy whose tickets if we get through and yeah it's all kind of it was all planned out to pretty much military precision yeah um, but yeah certain people not seeming to be there trying or um yeah just all the little worries that you have in the back of your head make yeah. it a very very stressful time plus the fact that you'd never know even you could have 50 people trying to buy your ticket and it 
you could still very easily yeah. miss out. It is an absolute lottery that's, out there. That's the thing. I think once you've been quite a few years, this this will be my fourth year in a row. Well, not technically a row now, but fourth year since it's been going in the last four. Um, and... <laughs> that didn't make sense. <laughs> we all know what you meant, Harry. <laughs> As a sentence. Um, you've been to the last four. Yeah, thank you. Um you get like in a position where you think well well I'll go to the next and then once you're in once you've started it hits nine o'clock and you're clicking refresh you're like yeah. it starts to sink in that you might not get a ticket yeah like you might just have been very lucky for a few years yeah and then boom like suddenly it's closed and you're done yeah because for people yeah for people who've never tried to buy Glastonbury tickets up until nine o'clock you can see like the Glastonbury website it's got the logo at the top um, and then the second it hits nine o'clock, you just get a grey page on the internet with um, there's a queue. Uh, it will refresh in 20 seconds. Or obviously you're hitting refresh. You're not waiting for that re- 20 second refresh. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it's just like it's just straightaway blankness and it all just feels a bit bleak and you don't know what's going on. Um, suddenly the chat goes quiet yeah nobody has said anything for five or six minutes yeah you're like in the eye of the storm um and you're just imagining i was just sat there imagining how many literally hundreds of thousands of people around the uk and the world were sat there doing exactly what i was doing i was thinking there's no way i'm getting in there's just no way i think i read that there were i mean how many does the festival hold is it something like 300 400 i think i heard that there are 1.3 million people I don't like those odds. No, I don't like those, <laughs> those odds at all. They aren't great odds. Um, but about seven minutes past nine hit, and we see a nice little message from Tim pop up saying, yeah. "I'm in." Yes, and honestly, what like, are your feelings? If the whole of the morning was stressful anyway, and like the build-up had me genuinely properly anxious. Getting through was somehow more scary, despite the fact that not getting through is what I thought I was scared of. But it suddenly loaded. You suddenly see the Glastonbury logo again, and it's got like 12 fields you've got to put in the registration number and the postcodes of everyone you want to go with. Um, and honestly, I did. I just didn't. I'd never seen it before. This is maybe the fifth time I've tried to buy tickets, and this is the yeah. first time I've ever seen what that page looks like. And it and my eyes were about to pop up. I literally yelped. Like, because <laughs> I, oh! I had it in a few tabs and I kind of didn't notice for a split second. I was like, oh, oh my God. Um, and then for some reason decided to message everyone else before actually putting in our details and getting it. I was like, I'm in. Um, and then, yeah, the fastest copy and pasting of my life um, yeah. from the spreadsheet to the thing. Um, Part of you doesn't even want to go off the tab, does it? Like, no, like, exactly. Just to move onto another thing and click yeah, like exactly that. All that fear. And then I, so I put in all the so first page you put in all the details of everyone and then it goes through and it says are these all the people you mean with their names and their addresses like yeah that's all the people and then you put in your payment details um and annoyingly because because i'd copied and pasted all the uh registration details in the order they're in the spreadsheet it had assumed that i was the first person on that list so it assumed that i was jack and then when it went through to the payment page it said Mr. Jack Williams, billing address, his address. And I'm thinking, shit, that's not me. That's This is taking up valuable time. I don't have time to change all this. Um, absolute panic's just completely setting in at this stage. Um, and what then, 
well, I, I changed it all, obviously. I had to change it all to mine because it, I had to use my bank card. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> so that was such a stressful, like, minute, putting all that in. I'm, like, shaking. Um, and then, yeah, hit, uh, proceed, like, place booking or whatever it is, like, whatever that button says. It was all too much of a blur to remember what that button <laughs> says. Um, Just and, the shiny button. <laughs> yeah, and then I realised it wasn't doing anything because I hadn't... Tick, there was like three tick boxes that you had to do. Yeah. Like terms and conditions and say everyone's over 18 or 16 or whatever the age is. Um, and then and then I was like, oh my God, pressed it. And it kind of, it went blank for about 10 seconds, maybe a little bit less. It was and probably half a second, but it felt like, it felt a, like a lifetime. Two minutes. And I'm like, <gasps> and it pops up. Didn't Booking lose. complete. Unbelievable feeling. I mean, still... Did it you was, do a little bit of a dance or anything? I kind of fist pumped. Went, <laughs> yes! Um, because also, I really liked the fact that it was me that got through. That yeah. It's never happened before, so I really felt like a bit of glory. But it was, in that moment, not quite full relief. Because as I say, it's there was ten people in our core group. Mm. And you can only buy six at a time. So at that moment, I'm still unsure if four people aren't going. So it wasn't kind of total uh, feet up get the party poppers out we're done um it was still like a little bit of panic but a few minutes later the lovely hannah she got through as well yeah success after kaz had already got through oh yeah of course and then it kicked her out of the payment stage yeah because apparently that happens a lot yeah i Um, I went on twitter as soon as it that kind of sold out i went on twitter and firstly i just want to say I feel very fortunate because there are a lot of unhappy people very out there. Very unhappy and, people. And I've been um, those people. Yeah, we've we've been there. With, I'm sorry that you didn't get yeah. the tickets. I, I honestly am. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of realised how many people got fucked over a little bit just by that. Can, can you imagine that? Well, it's just a total lorry, isn't it? Um, which yeah. I do. Th- I think is actually the fairest way to do it. But when you don't win the lottery, yeah. feels... You feel cheated. Yeah. But... Tim's idea was a loyalty system until I told him that that eventually would mean the same people yeah. went every year. And it'd also mean you could never actually get in in the first place. Like, we probably wouldn't have gone if it was a loyalty system. No, because there's people that have been for 20 yeah. years, um, years. So, yeah, I, re- I withdraw that. Um, I think it is the fairest way to do it, but I'm obviously sitting from a place of privilege <laughs> and having those tickets. Um, yeah. But even after... We- so we found out that we'd all got them. And even then, like, the email hadn't come through yet. Yeah, but I needed I needed to see my ticket to really be like yeah. confident. Yeah, I'm pretty okay now. But um, like, yeah, now I'm pretty sure we're so going. Maybe to my Glastonbury. number was missing one number on the end or something. The I, amount of times I've checked that. I genuinely was um, thinking of just like saying to wind you up like, oh, it's I've just got an email saying Harry's didn't work or something like that. Why but I didn't you think you would have fallen for it. <laughs> no, I probably wouldn't have done. But no, I, I it would have been like a gut punch at the same time as yeah. not believing you. <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't believe you. Um, um, but yeah, it was really good, though, isn't it? What a, what a wonderful day! And I genuinely feel like there's a whole like I feel a lot more happy about life. Yeah, well, it's you've got this absolutely <laughs> glowing beacon waiting for you. Yeah, in I think just that's the thing. I think 262 days. Oh my god, ages, <laughs> ages away. Like it's, it, a, it's as much as a gone of this year, almost exactly. Yeah, it, the thing is, it feels like um, some people be like, calm down. But it's it's like anyone who books a holiday next year or something like. There's something you really want to go to, and this for me is the ultimate holiday. It's that it's yeah. the best thing that you know we could possibly want. It's got music. It's got your mates. It's got your 
getting fun. Getting fun. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> fucked, but um, it's got everything. Yeah. Um, so I'm very excited. I'm very pleased for all of us. That yeah. We're in a group of 12 or whatever it is. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the biggest group we've ever had. Yeah, by far. Um, and now attention kind of turns to the music. We know mm. we're in. We know what the whole Glastonbury vibe is because it's always it's always Glastonbury. It's always the best place on earth. But yeah. we want some good bands. We want some music that we're going to love. And this week we're going to basically just pick out a few of our dream additions to the lineup which I can never quite remember when it comes out but it's I think really, it's for a while really isn't it? yeah. it's like you first hear I think possibly the head like first headliner in like February yeah. and then you don't know the third until May yeah, and then the rest come out in May so you're pretty much left completely blind for most of the yeah most of the time but that's fine like I, I'm used to it now I remember the first year going and finding it quite frustrating but that that was when I thought that the bands were the most important part of it and I realise now that just Glastonbury is the most important part of it and mm. it's good when there's good music on. Definitely. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to start us out, Harry? Your dream pick number one for Glastonbury 2019 lineup is... Um, for me, I'm going to... We've played a lot of their music recently. Uh, I'm going to get them out of the way first. Okay. But I would very much enjoy Brockhampton to be there. Nice, I would too. Um, and I have a feeling that they would be. They're kind of they've got such a buzz around them in general in the music world. Um, it's it seems to make sense that they would. I see them try to get there. Yeah, I see them on maybe the other stage. Other stages, like quite late on one of the evenings. I think like a six seven p.m. other yeah. stage show. That's what like I'm imagining. Not, not, you know, they're not main stage. They're not going to be that ten o'clock slot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they'll certainly be reasonably yeah. high up, and that'll be great. Yeah. Well, so as we've uh, we've covered Brockhampton in much detail recently, yes, so we, we don't really need to go into what their music's like or anything like that. No. Can I please request an anecdote instead? Uh, if you'd like, oh yeah. Because I believe something happened on what Friday, yeah. maybe Thursday. Friday. Tell me, in the listeners. Ah, uh, so <laughs> about a month ago, I was on a drunk train home yeah it's quite late and I was listening to Brockhampton like and you do I, like I do yeah and um, they had some new merch out mm. I've actually got it here with me I'm gonna have you I don't know where it is actually um, yeah I've got it here um, so anyway I saw this shirt I thought right it's not the one I want mm-hmm. because that one sold out obviously but I'm gonna buy it that's yeah. thirty pounds. I thought that's, it's a little bit steep, but okay. Mm-hmm. I was drunk. Remember, twenty pound postage because it's come from the US. Because it's come from the US, so the cost is starting to stack up. Now we're at fifty. Fifty quid. It's a bit steep, but I'm drunk and I want <laughs> it. So okay. Um. Anyway, cut to about a month later. Yeah. Turn up to work. Nice little wear. Uh, bit of card waiting for me saying you owe us. Twelve pound fifty for customs. So that's uh sixty two pound fifty. Two pound fifty already. Mm-hmm. Friday comes, I get the shirt. Yeah. Oh open the bag. I'm yeah. very excited. <laughs> I open what seems to be some sort of bed sheet. <laughs> um it just seems a little too big for me. So I yeah. tried it on and yeah, it's a little big. 
but also like one of the shoulders is kind of rucked up and a little bit further back than it should be. And oh um, I'm a little disappointed, to be honest, Brockhampton. Um, <laughs> I will give it another go. I, I did, when I tried it on, it had another shirt underneath, so that might not have helped. That looks... It looks too long, is what I'm saying. It is too long, actually. Like, that is the main issue. The It doesn't look too... like Because you said it was like an XXXXL here, and I'm not convinced it is, but it's it looks too long. Not. So in England, I can pretty much... I can get away with a large, I can get away with an extra large. They seem to be kind of, depending on where you buy them from. Yeah. Like, I have extra larges that are too big, I have larges that are too small or too big. Like, it's really strange. But when you get, like, a large or an extra large in America, they're really sized up quite a bit. I'm not sure why. Not going to say. I wouldn't like to speculate. Um, But, yeah, that's the issue. I spent £62.50 on a too big a shirt that I probably won't ever wear. So I'm not going to completely slate it, but it does look a little bit like, you know, those kind of, um, that paper you can buy from like WH Smiths where you print well, off a picture. Don't say that because I was going to do that myself <laughs> and that would have cost me so much less. But it does look like that. So it's got two sort of colour photos. It's the one slightly, from Tonya, I think, which yeah. is which is why I like it. Of like beaches, slightly uh, interestingly placed on the front. Just two squares of photo. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just looks a bit like that t-shirt transfer Look, paper Brockhampton fans know that their merch this year was a little bit shocking most of it yeah <laughs> it was there was it was either get the good stuff which is about five percent of it or just get something really ugly and hope for the best it looks <laughs> all right on you uh but nice. that's pretty much it but well, um i mean but yeah i'll, I'll wear it to glastonbury and, uh, <laughs> and i'll get them to you won't need any trousers because it's a dress <laughs> <laughs> exactly i'm gonna play uh zipper because I really want to say that live, and uh, it's cool and it's fun and it's funky. So this is Zipper by Brockhampton. Amazing. Pretty shirt, I'm maniacal. What do I know? I don't know. All I know is what I see through my monocle. That and the telescope keep one lens on the money flow. The other's gold and complimental. Trusty well. Well. Rolling down hills in a suit through the mud Burn my dress shoes in the fire with the wood Sit back and relax with the blooms up Everything I hate in the world Play Mozart, smoke my cigar on Buy a stake, keep the cars parked on the front lawn Never stay placed, duct tape underneath their tires And I wait Success, I blow more horizons Left brain and right brain are biting Set frames and watch plays inside it And I'm out since that's where you find it I smell a breeze in the morning I feel your presence is warming I paid attention to warnings So we were too cut up and chest for me Get so in here, flash it Ooh, them boys stay nasty Floating like Aladdin Them good words you talking to Get so in here, flash it Ooh, them boys stay nasty Floating like Aladdin Them the words you talking to Get so in here, flash it Ooh, them boys stay nasty Floating like Aladdin Them the words you talking to Get so in here, flash it Ooh, them boys stay nasty Floating like Aladdin Them the words you talking to Lucky days and burning the fossil. Your boy is dusty like brush up a fossil. Hear that shit hurt like the noise of a puzzle. Bitch, I'm a king, I was born in the castle. Bit like a bustle, I'm ready to tussle. Fuck on my baby, I'm ready to bustle. Come for with me and my dolls. 
Hit on my ass like in Laos, uh That boy say like, like a chili to uh She want me feel like a tuli to uh Beat it up, then watch it ricochet off Then I skirt off on them Michelin out They don't got nothing on me till I pop They don't got nothing on me, call the cops I hit that run like a hyman boy running back Look at that boy, hit that running back Shout out to Sasa to Samokos I got addicted to salsa tacos Got out to pennies and ramen noodles Now I see how I'm gonna make a shooter Stamina, stamina I used to be holding the camera Headed the glass like your window up Fast spraying to me like my handle Cortana We love like Wu-Tang but I feel like Santana Sweet again just like she had on my tenor I was clean, Tony Fontano Made it my wife up She can't kick it, she's so bella Confused direction Who them boys say nasty? Floating like Aladdin. Them words you talking to? Get so in here, flash it. Who them boys say nasty? Floating like Aladdin. Them words you talking to? Get so in here, flash it. Who them boys say nasty? Floating like Aladdin. Them words you talking to? Get so in here, flash it. Who them boys say nasty? Floating like Aladdin. So there we go, that was Zipper by Brockhampton playing on the other stage, probably. Um, Tim, what do you want? Uh, Well, I'm going to start quite big as well, and it is one that... It's one of the rumours that is flying around at the moment. I haven't even seen any rumours. Every year you get a few which are kind of quite heavily linked and you're never really sure um, whether it's just sort of wishful thinking from people or it's because, you know... Sometimes things make sense, don't they? Yeah, it's one of the biggest festivals in the world, so if there's like a standout massive act, then you just kind of think, yeah, they'll play there. Um, Like Beyonce's always linked every single year, isn't she? And I always kind of expect it to happen because it's like... Yeah, Beyonce would headline Glastonbury. That's the thing that would happen and make sense. Um, But this one in particular, I think, makes a lot of sense. And I really want it to happen. The artist is the one and only Elton John. Yeah. Uh, Next year, he's playing his farewell tours. It's the last time he's ever going to be playing live. The Goodbye Yellow Brick Road Tour, which actually comes to Hove just down the road from us. Um, (laughs) The cricket ground that he's playing there. But the cheapest tickets there are like, 300 pounds the cheapest tickets this is a big money tour um but there's a lot of talk that he's gonna headline glastonbury and see that's what i mean by things making sense yeah it just seems with him saying goodbye him being such a legendary act he kind of would fit the bill anyway and as part of his farewell tour it would just make perfect sense and i would be absolutely made up he wouldn't be in the legend slot, would he? No, I think he'd headline the whole thing. He'd have to headline yeah. Sunday night. Yeah, and I'd be so up for that. A little Elton sing-along on Sunday night would be a beautiful, beautiful thing. Quite incredible. Um, yeah, so I would I would really, really love Elton John. Yeah, plus he's got that film coming out as well. I mean, it's yeah. going to be a big year for him then. Yeah, it's, it's all going on. And it's what, yeah, we just slot into place. Um, and I've I've still never seen a main stage headliner. So have all you not? That, no. Never, oh. never in my. I've only been twice, obviously. I've seen, but, I think, two in the four years, so it's not that mad, I guess. Yeah. But um, and whenever the lineup 
comes out, people who aren't going always say, oh, the headliners aren't very good. And I explain that it's not about the headliners. It's They're kind of unimportant to Glastonbury, really. But if there was one that I really thought was brilliant, I would be made up this year because I think it would be nice to be yeah. there for one of the big full-on shows. Like, because part of us even were was a little bit like kind of not gutted but we thought oh maybe we should have gone to that Coldplay one yeah of like you know it seemed like a really big event and yeah. like even things like Dead and that like I, I wouldn't I don't really regret it at all they're not artists I particularly like yeah. but it's just to sort of but the pyramid stage moment. is so huge and that crowd is so mammoth that yeah. you know I've never I've never really been there for a full crowd sing-along even properly do you know what when I saw Kanye I actually yeah. remember I was quite far near the back but there was quite a lot of space in the back and that maybe puts into perspective how many people saw Kanye yeah because um, I think yeah there was just a lot of people slagging yeah. him off last that year wasn't yeah. it like why is he here <laughs> that was really good though yeah but like I, I remember the last year that I didn't go I think it was one that you were there Lionel Richie played the pyramid stage and it was absolutely packed I and mean, it, I was there huh you, you were at that Glastonbury. I wasn't at that Glastonbury. Uh, my first one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, yeah Lionel played, and yeah. it just looked like it absolutely went off. It really filled up that one. Um, yeah, the whole of that field was just rammed, um, and it was such a feel-good looking atmosphere. I'd love to be part of one of those, and I think Elton would bring that to the show. I nearly went to that, but um, I followed somebody because I thought they looked like a giraffe. <laughs> 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 That's the state I was in. <laughs> <laughs> says a lot <laughs> by Sunday afternoon at Glastonbury strange things happen strange um, things cool so although I agree with you that Sunday night probably seems like the most likely slot for him I'm going to suggest that actually he should play Saturday night because Saturday night is alright for fighting
Nice one that was, Elton John. Harry, have you got another one that you'd like to see play? I do have another one. Um, I would like to see somebody like, you know, kind of the lower level, the lower level of things. So Steve Lacey, I would mm. quite like to see live. Um, because there's very little of him that I... I mean, he's, what, 18, 19 years old. He's only got really his EP out. Yep. Um, and I kind of want to see what he can do live. Um, yeah. I know it's a bit of a strange one, but I was also just thinking mainly because I don't really know what stage he'd be on. On the park, maybe? Yes, that is my... I'd like him to be on the park. That was my thoughts, because Samfer cool. played the park. Yeah. And I thought, surely he's a bit bigger. Um, but they do have some really big acts at the park. I think uh, Unimortal Orchestra played there last year as well, or the year before. Um, so I think to see somebody like Steve Lacey, or yeah, I think he collaborates a lot as well, so he could bring in some interesting people. Yeah. Um, annoyingly, Tyler Creator still I don't think is allowed in the UK. No, he can't come. <laughs> um, so that is really annoying. Yeah. Um, but let's go with Steve Lacey. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because for... he's he's vibey, isn't he? And it's vibey up at the park. Yeah. Like I just feel that would be a good time. On a really nice day. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, like, like, that would really work. Like sort of three o'clock, something like that. Yeah, he's not like a, you know, he's not br- he's not going to be bringing in a lot. But no. he's he will, he certainly will in the future. And also I think you'd, I think he'd actually, he's one of those artists who would probably drag out like quite a dedicated fan base from within the Glastonbury crowd. Yeah. I think there'd be a lot of people there who would actually love him, although he's not a huge, huge name. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'd be well up for that too. Definitely. Um, I'm going to play a track uh, that, from his from 2016, which is called Some.
So that was some by Steve Lacey. Uh, Tim, got any others? Uh, yeah, the next one is because we've got new people coming this year in our group. Um, and it's always nice to go, I think, with people who have never been before. Mm. You kind of get to see it through fresh eyes. Yeah. Um, Who's not been? Uh, Meek has not been yet. Yeah. The missus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think Jack... Languages girlfriend hasn't been before. Jack okay, has, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, Jack came with me. Uh, I don't think Sasha's been. Interesting. So I think we've got maybe three debutantes out okay. of our ten, which isn't bad. We'll see how we'll see how they go. Because um, it can be quite a lot for people the first year, can it? Yeah, I think they'll. They're, I imagine <laughs> yeah. they're quite robust people. I can imagine them all yeah. coping perfectly with it. They'll yeah. love it. Um, but I'm excited to go with new people because. I think sometimes the kind of majesty of the whole thing gets a little bit lost on you in a little way um, when you've yeah. been... Even I've only been twice, but even the second time, I think I was a little bit more blasé about it. Yeah, well, do you know what annoyed me? It's, it became a bit of a thing last year. People kept saying, oh, Harry's been before. Yeah. Just because I kept saying, oh, I think I remember this, or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, have you been before? It's like, <laughs> shut up, I'm not gloating. I think like, that, was the fir- that was the first year we were saying that, actually. But it was quite... At that point, you seemed like a season pro because you'd been once before. <laughs> no, all but we, I... we were a group of four and two of us had never been before. So you having been once was like, oh, expert over it, <laughs> Mr. Glastonbury. I think it was... It's more that I remember layouts <laughs> and I'm good with, like, maps and stuff. So I just kind of knew where things were. So every yeah. time I got something right, they were like, ooh. <laughs> I, know, right? I know where the main stage is. Sorry. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how... Um, how well I still remember the directions because by by my second time I was pretty well uh, sort of au fait with where everything was how to get to places but we've had well, it'll have been two full years since we were there by the time we get there again yeah my memory's not what it used to be I can imagine getting there and being completely oblivious and just being like where that's, the hell am I again that's mad that it's been two years I know because it when you get the tickets it feels like it's tomorrow like yeah. it feels pretty soon actually to think that it's been two years well, when we're there it's going to be yeah. two years that's that's ridiculous yeah yeah so do you think you'll still know the way? yeah I always know the way <laughs> I knew the way when I first got <laughs> no, I've I been do. 3D virtual touring it so do you have another artist? yeah basically the whole tangent I was going off there is um, I would like there to be artists there who the new people are into and I know that it would while she's got a very, very broad music taste, I know Meek would be absolutely made up if a certain Dua Lipa was there. She's a massive fan. Really? Like, yeah. of not not even particularly her music that much. I think she's just a bit in love with her. Um, Aren't we all? And I would love to see her face watching Dua Lipa at Glastonbury. I think she would... Like, it's a funny one, though. I, I, I'd like to go there for one kiss, just yeah. like a charny. Well, she played last time. On the John Peel stage. Right. Well, I'm not the biggest fan. Yeah. Uh, I I like her. I think she's yeah. she's good that, you know, Britain's got this, like, 
one of the biggest artists in the world. I always like a bit of variety over the weekend. And, yeah. like, having a little bit of pop in the middle of it all would be great. I mean, um, no doubt I'll probably go yeah. see it. it. Depends what else is on. Again, but. I'm imagining the other stage. Again. Yeah. In that kind of... The slot that someone like Charlie XCX will often yeah, gets. Yeah, three to six somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I'm well up for it. Just We're, before Brockhampton. Yeah, exactly. What a, what a little lineup that'd be. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to pick Julie, and I'm going to play New Rules. Talking in my sleep at night, making myself crazy. Out of my mind, out of my mind. Wrote it down and read it out, hoping it would save me. Pick up the phone You know he's only calling Cause he's drunk and alone Two Don't let him in You have to kick him out again Three Don't be a strange You know you're gonna wake up In his bed in the morning And if you're under him You ain't getting over him I got no rules I count him
So that was Dua Lipa. Harry, do you have another pick for us? I do. Um, I'm trying to fit... I don't want to say Vampire Weekend uh, because it's, it's firstly it's obvious, yeah. Um, but I would really like to see them there. I would fucking um, love that. But actually, I'm going for more what my headline might be. And Emily Evis said earlier this year that they've um, they've got one already signed up, and she said that headliners should be the best artists around, whether they're rappers, pop stars, or rock bands. The genre is irrelevant. And that made me think, is it maybe Kendrick Lamar's year for Glastonbury? Is it maybe Childish Gambino? I would, I mean, purely just going off history and the fact that it's been a couple of years since a rap act headlined, Mm. I would say this is Kendrick Lamar's moment. Yeah. Although we probably won't have had a new album before then and Dan will be a couple of years old. So I wonder whether that maybe sets him back a little bit. But when Kanye headlined, Life of Pablo was out the year after. Yeah, so, it, so that probably was a little bit off. It's been a few years since his as well. Yeah, um, fair point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wonder if I would prefer Childish Gambino just because I've seen Kendrick now. I think I would be over the moon with either. I might go more Kendrick. I think he's more likely. He's more likely, certainly. I think just think with the buzz made this year, maybe yeah. if he'd released uh, This Is America like now, yeah. then there'd be more into getting him. But imagine yeah. This Is America at Glastonbury. Yeah. Like, that would be That'd pretty be big. Yeah. It'd be brilliant. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not oh, questioning that what? at all. I'm just saying I'm not quite, I'm not sure if he's that next Do you know level. what? Do you know what? It's you're pointing at me, so there's I something am. big's coming. Kendrick headlining main stage. Yeah. Childish Gambino at the stage where Justice played. Uh, oh, what is that one called? West... Fi- no. What is that one called? I can never remember what that one's called. <laughs> yeah. It's always in a, it's a weird place. It's a good stage, but it's in a weird spot. It's I'm got just a weird thinking, name. Um, Solange played there. Yeah. Um, they've had... James Blake played James there. Blake. They've had some pretty big artists yep. there. Um, that maybe that's more his wheelhouse. Maybe. I could see that. Yeah, it's yeah. Other stage, I think is a bit bigger, but um, it's not so much that kind of act either. No, I don't, I don't see him thing. on there, but I do see him on the other one. Yeah, not the other not stage. The other, the other stage, one. The other one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I um, can see that. But maybe not the same night because that's a bit too much of a yeah, clash. Yeah, they won't go head to head. You can't no. be putting those two head to head. No, I wouldn't know what to do myself. Neither would I. Well, I would. I'd go see Kendrick, but still. Okay. <laughs> Neither would I. Yes, I do. Exactly. <laughs> I um, just had that split second to think about it and was like, yeah, I'm going to go see Kendrick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a good shout. They're both good shouts. Yeah, I think I think it is. I think Kendrick is really one of the um, bookies, like, top odds, um, along with Elton John. And then we've got Madonna, Fleetwood Mac, ABBA, Arctic Monkeys, The Stone Roses, Taylor Swift, The Strokes, and Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin 14 to 1 interesting it's probably not going to happen no, don't um, but let's play a Kendrick track and I'm going to go with God because that would be a wicked song to hear on main stage this would die for life laughing to the bank like ah flex on swole like ah 
you feel some type of way then Sell the bars with the finger waves, work it, JT. Handle bars like a fade, watch me work it, JT. I'm at large, running plays like a circuit, JT. I'm selling versus JT, watch me work it, JT. La la, holla. Don't judge me, my mama caught me with a strap. Don't judge me, I was young, fucking other brats. Don't judge me, aim it at your head for stack. Don't Won't you tell a friend, y'all gon' see This what God feel like Peace of mind, you charge me for it. I wanna see sometimes if you ignore it. I'm in the street sometimes and can't afford it. I got a bad habit. Levitate, ducking haters. Oh my, my heart is rich, my heart is famous. So that was God by Kendrick Lamar. Tim, where are we going next? Uh, so for my final one, I'm going to have to go for a bit of indie, something a bit heavy, proper guitars, because we haven't really touched on it. And while no. I like all the other stuff, really, that is my comfort zone. And that is what I tend to spend most of my Glastonbury weekend going around watching bands. I'm a band guy. I just feel like 
recently. So I went three years ago or so, and there were a lot of bands there because they just released albums, so Tame Impala, Folds, stuff like that. And I just know that there hasn't been much of that recently. Yeah. But there could be next year, so well, maybe we'll, that will also... We'll have a new Foles album by then, almost certainly. So they could headline, actually. Foles could headline. Yeah, everyone said that they were that close. I mean, they're only a few away, I think, from that, headlining That was my year. first time. My first Glastonbury, they were one of the first people I saw. And they absolutely smashed it. That was a headline set. Yeah. Just not at the headline time. Yeah. Um, I could absolutely see Foles. I think they would be. they would bring a nice kind of bit of sort of freshness to the headline slots as well because often there it can seem a little bit sort of played the people that get the biggest slots can't it do um, you think that um so for me this band that i'm gonna say i would love to see headline i feel like people will think ah oh, it's been done arctic monkeys i i wouldn't want them headlining personally one because like you say it's been done and not in the too distant past two New album was crap. <laughs> it wasn't crap. It was. Move on. I'm it not was. having this discussion now. Um, no, I don't want them to headline at all. Oh, I disagree. But I don't care if they do or don't. Yeah. Uh, they might. They're, they're definitely one of the few kind of still going bands around who are big enough to fill the slot. If it was their first headline slot yeah. of Glastonbury, then I'd be a lot more excited. Yeah. I feel like the the want isn't there, really. Yeah. I think he's got to be... I, I like the idea that people... It's kind of a one-off huge opportunity. It's not the same people doing it year after year. Because mm. you want it to feel like the most amazing night of the band's or the artist's life as well. You know, it's the pinnacle. It's winning the gold at the Olympics and doing it for a second time isn't the same, is it? No. In my... Well, I imagine. I don't know. I've never done it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is. Soon. Um... So, but yeah, I, I want some kind of really great bands that I've been loving uh, over the last year to be there. And there's pretty much no one I've enjoyed as much as Idols in recent months. Their latest album, Joy is an Act of Resistance. Joy as an Act of Resistance, sorry, not is. Uh, it came out in August and it's absolutely unbelievable. It's one of the best indie albums of the last few years, without a shadow of a doubt. It's just got so much balls and so much um, kind of pointed meaning behind it um and so much attitude but also um the kind of lovable subtle undercurrent in there as well everything that great indie music has this album has is an absolute masterpiece and so many uh so many of their peers have kind of come out and celebrated it from orlando weeks in the maccabees um to you know slaves whoever it is everyone is saying this album is an absolute monster um and yeah there's, there's no way they'd headline anywhere really um but i could see them in the john peel tent mm. and i could see them absolutely tearing it a new one um so i guess what would i like to play by them absolutely i could pick absolutely anything but i'm probably going to go with just because i love the title of it i'm going to probably go with never fight a man with a perm it's a huge <laughs> tune um, so this is Idols.
so there you have it that was idols and that was our sixth and final pick for this uh this episode it's been a fun one it has are there any um final requests that are not musical acts that you have for glastonbury just things that you would like it to be and see oh interesting no (laughs) (laughs) i would like the weather to be good yeah that would be top of my list of requests good weather i would would you go for i mean it's obvious too hot or too rainy i'd go for too hot yeah although it does make it almost equally difficult yeah but not quite equally difficult but it, it it's comes nicer to be able to sit yeah <laughs> than it is to not be hot yeah although the kind of the dryness of your skin as it slowly dehydrates over a boiling hot weekend <laughs> that is also painful and like difficult i don't really get that that much don't you no. i get really tight like cheeks when it's been hot all day and i'm just like i try and smile and it feels like it's cracking <laughs> <laughs> you're just a little plastic boy yeah um, but yeah, I would definitely choose too hot. I don't want to be wading through mud. I know it's part of the fun. I know when you're in the thick of it, you kind of think, eh, whatever. But it just makes it so much harder work than it needs to be. Fingers crossed for 25 to 28 degree heat, overcast. Yeah. You've gone hot there. I would say about 20. All right, 21 to 25. <laughs> yeah. I would. I want warm. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I did go quite hot there actually. Twenty eight is twenty eight would be quite hot. warm, yeah. It? yeah. But we've had like thirty odd before. I know, and it was hot. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that would definitely be a wish. Um. That I don't overpack is definitely a wish, because yeah. I know I tend to. Um. And I ne- I always think I haven't, and then I pick up my bag and I'm like, oh god, this is heavy. Why have I done this? I know. I, and then I get I, to the end and I haven't worn everything. It's like I brought three things. How have I not worn all this? I'm going to be more prepared in general. So only taking the essentials, stop taking 17 t- shirts. Yeah. I don't need them. Uh, do what Jack doesn't just wear one shirt <laughs> and one pair of jeans yeah. or shorts even. And also drink not responsible, well, drink responsibly. Not but responsibly. Also <laughs> be careful of just not drinking too much in a day that I end up feeling tired and have a headache yeah. at 9pm because that has happened before so by kind of midnight when everyone's like where are we going to the party yeah. bits I'm like oh, I'm really tired now yeah Ma- so, manage the burnout manage that yeah need- I'm often like on the Friday I'm often you'll probably find it harder this year if too you- hungover on the Friday I think you'll find it harder seeing as you You've been good in the last however long in kind of drinking and yeah, just kind months. of getting through it. Whereas now you're drinking less. Yeah. You're probably, your body's getting a bit better. Yeah. So then, I don't know if it sounds right, but it just sounds like maybe you won't be able to tolerate as much as you have done. Yeah, it seems that... like you've just been going right through it when you were there last time. Oh, I mean, I absolutely tore the and place like, no, up. I can, keep, I, can keep, I can keep going, I can keep going. Yeah, like, I was relentless. At, oh, it was 7am on Monday and I was still raving away, literally. Um, yeah. That won't... I, well, maybe it will happen again this year. I, I feel like my new kind of um, good behaviour will probably be meant to go out the window at Glastonbury. It's a place to go and let loose and be free and not worry about other things. Um, yeah, but just also... Stop having a go at me if I want to go to the other <laughs> one. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely managing it is something I want to do better because I, I always go too mad on one, on like the Wednesday night or the Thursday night, and then it's like you you hung over and knackered on the first proper day. Stop it! No, this year I'm going ham. 
but You're going I'm ham? Just, I'm going ham, but I'm just going to be a little bit more better. Yeah. <laughs> My real wish is just that we all have a lovely time and everyone loves it and everyone loves each other. That'll happen. And it's the best. It will be. And uh, on that note, I think we should probably bring this episode to a close. Do you agree? Yes. You ready? I'm ready. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. What are you up to for the rest of the day? I'm going to see a friend's house. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sounds fun. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to watch the football. Lovely. Yeah, can't wait. What a good day we're having. (laughs) (laughs) We really are. Nice one. Well, thanks for tuning in, people. I hope the rest of your day, whatever day it is, when you're listening to this, is lovely. Um, We will see you, of course, next week. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you. And goodbye. We love you. Bye.